Community Community of Central Oregon's podcast featuring Reverend Jane Hyatt. So today is all about what would you do if you were brave? If you knew that you were unstoppable, what would you do? And, and how can you do that? What allows you to do that? And I think one of the things for me is that you have to think about where is that coming from? The, the want, what you want to do, is that coming from your soul or is it coming from fear and your ego? Because if it's coming from fear, it's going to be a lot harder to accomplish it. But if it comes from your soul and you can just get out of the way and allow that to flow, then it, it just unfolds. And, and your job becomes paying attention to the voices in your head that are telling you. Remember last week I talked about, if you were there, pirate thoughts. The pirate thoughts that come and say, you'll never do that. And I was reading about J.K. Rowling this week and, and her journey from having this idea that just wouldn't leave her alone. And she didn't, she didn't have a lot of resources in the beginning. So she was, she was taking this train ride. Um, she had had the idea in her head, but she was taking this train ride that was four days. And on that train ride, she didn't have a working pen. And she was too embarrassed to ask other travelers to loan her a pen. And so she just kept telling the story in her head and making it up and making it up. And so she had quite a journey from the beginning of getting that story to what we know is the Harry Potter series. And along the way, there were things that happened, like her mother died very unexpectedly. She was only 45. And and she took the grief that she had instead of stopping and saying, okay, now I'm, I'm just going to grieve and I can't do anything else because I'm busy grieving, which, you know, everybody's got to decide that for themselves. But I'm saying that these things can get you sidetracked. And if you're going to be unstoppable, then you have to incorporate the grief as part of who you are and what you're, what you're having right at this moment in your life. And what she did is she turned it into the mirror in Harry Potter where you go and you stand in front of the mirror and you see what you want to see. And Harry saw his mother who was loving him and crying because she missed him too because that was what J.K. Rowling wanted to see. And another thing that she had, she, she went through some depression because it was, it was really hard not having a lot of money. She, she got married somewhere in there, and the marriage lasted only a few months after their baby was born, and now she's got an infant, and she, this passion to write the story, and she's sticking with it, and she keeps writing. She turns down all the offers to go out and do something because she wants to be busy writing and taking care of her baby, and she gets depressed in that process. What does she do with that? Dementors that suck the life out of you and will keep you from proceeding on your path. All right. That took care of that depression. <laughs> so you're somebody who knows quite a bit about just going for it, right? Yeah, and, and, and these dementors... They, they will stop you. In fact, the, the verse of uh, Rocked in the Arms of God, we just did a small part of it, but the mm -hmm. second part is um, 
There are times I felt alone and so depressed that I'd hold a feather pillow to my chest and maybe leave that I was being locked in the arms, locked in the arms of God. Mm. And so on this journey, there are times when we are joyful and happy, and there are times when we're sad and we just want to be held for a little while. Mm -hmm. And sometimes if you're a 59-year-old woman with no kids, um, who's also single, there's no one around to do that. So um, I find a friend <laughs> holding a pillow to your chest, or a teddy bear, or a dog like Claire and Kevin's dog Leo, although he'd really rather play than have you hug him. So a pillow is going to be your safest bet. Or we a friend. Need to be held every now and then, and mm -hmm. to cry every now and then, so we can get up and keep going. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that's the end of our journey. No. Because we are unstoppable. We're not going to let that stop us. We just know we need to be held for a little while. Yeah. We need to regather our strength so we can go back out and be strong and unstoppable. Yeah. You have to acknowledge it, I think, but not give it authority over your life. And, and I know sometimes I listen to people. I have this one person in my life who it's almost like, her resume of all the things that have been an issue for her over the last number of years. And she almost seems like she never misses an opportunity to remind me of how hard it has been for her. And, and it has been hard for her. But I think that if we focus on that, whatever you focus on is what's going to expand. You know, if you've got issues in your relationship and you keep focusing on, if only that person would stop doing this, well, what are they going to do more of? This. Because that's what you're focusing on. I had a relationship. <laughs> yeah. Someone to annoy me. <laughs> I know, but isn't that and also a dementor thought? Yes. Yeah. It, it's like so as you're hugging your pillow there and feeling like I am wrapped in the arms of God. I am already just so beloved. Then the relationship that you're wanting just has to come into the place because you already are radiating this energy. I also love the, the lyric from um, If I Were Brave, where it says, um, what would I do if I knew that I could not fail? If I believed, would the wind always fill up my sail? I love that lyric. And, you know, we probably heard the idea that, you know, trying to get to a destination is like sailing. You know, you're going to catch the wind that way. The wind is going to change. And maybe you may be sitting there for a while hugging your pillow and singing Rock in the Arms of God to yourself and wondering, is the wind going to come back again? But the wind always comes back, right? Mm -hmm. The wind always yeah. comes back. Kind of like we winter and summer. To reset our sail. Yeah. So let's say I'm dead set on going that way. I want to get straight there. Uh, we got it. Yeah. I believe that life is like an improv game with God. Have you ever done <laughs> Awesome. One word at a time. So, you know, if, uh, 
you know, like, hello, no, I, just make a sentence, just um, to make sense. I love to cook. And I am interested in green beans, but never lima beans. <laughs> yes. So we tell God what we want. Okay. Lima beans. You're going to get some lima beans. No, not lima beans. I hate lima beans. Let me tell you a story about lima beans when I was a kid. Did you hear lima beans? <laughs> Did you hear lima beans? I don't lima beans. <laughs> Have you told God what you don't want? Yeah. And, and chewed God out for the helping of lima beans or whatever it was that you got. Yeah. So that's why we got to keep in that mindset that even when the wind is not there, the wind is coming back. We might have to reset our sails a little bit, but the wind is coming back. Mm -hmm. The wind always does. Yeah. And gratitude is a step that can, I have found when I, you know, have been stuck in a situation and it's not going forward and I really don't have a clue how I'm going to solve this one. Gratitude, just assume the wind is coming back, it's going to work out, I'm going to be grateful now. It is hugely, hugely helpful. And I've had so many miracles in my life when I do that. See, I'm the other kind. Um, when the wind <laughs> stops going, I just hit the deck, get the pillow. <laughs> it's never going to work out. It's never going to work out. And so it is. <laughs> What if I was even kind of being that way when I met you two at spirit groups? Because I've been waiting for these big things to happen, these big things that have a bunch of zeros about on the end of them. And, um, and yet I wasn't singing. I wasn't giving my gift. I wasn't having fun. I wasn't coming to a place like this. Wow. This, this community that you spend 20 minutes doing celebrations. I love it. I know. And... Have you, have you noticed all the things that people are celebrating? It's like there's something in the air here. It's really, we have got something going. There is a prosperity that is flowing like a mighty river through this community. And I think that those gratitudes, those celebrations, help you see that. It's like, well, I, I want to do that. I want to, these people are doing that. I, maybe I could do that. I'd like to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and yeah. all the friendliness here. You've got the perfect size building, the perfect size church. I hope the word funky doesn't hurt your feelings because I say it as a good thing. I just love these funky uh, seats out of, the, out of the shag carpeted theater. <laughs> and, you know, speaking of funky and awesome, I mean, have you noticed how the colors, I don't know if you planned this, but they all go together, this dark uh, burnt orange and gold and dark teal. If you look at it from here when you're rehearsing in the morning, it's so beautiful with all these quilts. It's just like, this is funky fabulous. <laughs> you know, and it's very in right now, boho chic. This is bohemian, this is bohemian yeah. chic. You guys are at such a cool place and a perfect size community for the perfect size building. Uh -huh. I mean, what else do you need to keep going but all these people, your spirit groups? Yeah. So. As she brings that up, because Jana doesn't necessarily know, but all of us do, that we are fixing to move, right? <laughs> and Can you take the shag carpeted bolted together seats? I don't know. What do you think, Dee? 
I think Dee already bought some fancier things. <laughs> so, but, but this, when you're talking about going forward and being unstoppable, so we as a community have had this vision for quite a while, that, and it's, it is based on who we want to be in the world and the gift we want to give. So it's kind of like your many zeros. It isn't so much about the money, although I'm sure you'd like the money. It's about you want to reach people with your music. We want to reach people with this energy that we have. And so as we, we say, okay, we're going to grow, and we are growing, and, and now we're at this place where we're just almost ready to step off the ledge, along comes the thought like, yeah, but... But it's really this funky bohemian chic here. And, and what happens when we move to a new place and it's not so funky? And, and what happens when we're bigger? Will we lose what we've got here? And then we start stepping back. And the dementors are getting closer to our faces, <laughs> trying to suck the life out of the community and tell us, no, making a mistake. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Remember those words. <laughs> For those of you who are unfortunate enough not to have read Harry Potter, when you say expecto patronum, Patronus, the, um, the animal spirit that is your animal spirit comes out and chases away the Dementors. So in other words, you are accessing something inside of you, some fierce spirit who will not allow the Dementors, those thoughts, to rule your life. You will keep going because what you are creating, what we are creating as a community is something that came from within us. The divinity within us has said this, I don't know if I call it a philosophy, it's not a theology, but this, this stuff that we got going on here, more people need that. This changes lives. We want people, we look at society and the aches that are in our society, and we know that if people were sitting here on Sunday morning, they would not be feeling those aches. Or at least they would know enough to say expecto patronum <laughs> when they felt them. And no matter what the building is, it's just a box. Mm -hmm. It's everybody here that starts putting their reflection on the walls and in the place. So mm -hmm. the people, you guys are going to funkify the next place. I don't know funkify it. I love that. You can have a campaign, funkify our new church. <laughs> Some, something else that I want to say about just being unstoppable, it once you know what it is that you want to do, that you would do if you were brave, take a step. Because it's so easy to mull it over and tell yourself, ah, I'm going to do it eventually. And allow it to be not perfect. Like Jana was saying about having to trim the sails and, and just direct yourself as you go. But you won't go anywhere if you're not moving. 
So make because God can't turn a parked car. Right. right. <laughs> Even God can't. <laughs> so so just decide, make a commitment that every day, do it for 30 days, say every day I'm going to do something in the direction of my dream. And don't let yourself go to sleep until you've done it. It can be a small thing, but do something. I've been taking steps toward my spirituality mm. because I've spent a lot of time uh, in the last couple of years really working on career things. And sometimes when those career things are not going the way you want them to, you realize, oh, maybe I could work on my spirituality a little bit. And somebody, when I decided that, that I needed more, I always think of things as tools in the toolbox. Mm -hmm. Sunday morning is a tool in the toolbox. A spirit group is the tool in the toolbox. A women's group is a tool in the toolbox. 12 set meetings are tools in the toolbox. I've gone to lots of different kinds. And, you know, mostly the auxiliary groups, you know, adult children, alcoholics, and those kind of things. When I started saying, ah, oh, I need to go more towards spirituality, somebody said, hey, have you heard about the Course in Miracles group starting? And uh, I said, I've been interested in the Course in Miracles. I've tried and failed several times. I would like to go with a group. I did it on my own and never made it through, so I want to go with a group. And they said, this woman, Tama Keeves, is leading it. And I said, Tama Keeves? I've been hearing her name for years. She writes these really cool books. One of them is, is called Invincible and Unstoppable or something like that. Wow. Yeah. So she says, follow the trail of breadcrumbs. So yeah. it's not a breadcrumb towards your career. Mm -hmm. Let it be a breadcrumb towards your spirituality so you've got this foundation so that no matter which mm -hmm. th way things go in your career, You've got that foundation of all is swell. Yeah, because I and I think sometimes maybe we even get these doldrums in our careers or other areas because we're not paying attention to our spirituality. And it's the perfect time when you lose the wind in your sail. Yeah, you got time to do it. Why not? So, but what I would say is, if you don't want doldrums in your career you might just pay attention to your spirituality now. <laughs> you know, and be a little proactive, kind of like you're... It's going to really hurt if you don't have that spirituality later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same thing with your health. You know, are you going to wait until you get the diagnosis before you do something? Or are you going to be proactive about your health? It's a choice. You can do it either way, but it's more fun to be proactive. I also, you said something when we were talking on the phone about the waves. About the waves. There's a song I have called True Calling, and uh, I answered a calling to go overseas. But mm -hmm. one of the things I know is that callings are like waves on the beach. We were talking about boogie boarding and surfing yesterday, since my friends here are from Hawaii. Has everybody tried a boogie board or body surfing or something where you stand out on the yeah. waves, and then when the wave comes, you do something to try to catch it? and get a little sand in your bottoms. <laughs> a little sand in your private areas. Um, what I know about callings is they're all divine. And it doesn't matter if you catch a big one and go a long way in before you get sand in your private parts, or you take a short one and that one fizzles out. It's all little waves that we can learn to ride. And if you miss
what? Oh, I should have done this in the past. That was just a wave on the beach. There could be a thousand more today. A thousand opportunities <laughs> to just do something kind. When someone is saying, oh, the sky is falling. Have you seen the news? The sky is falling. The sky is falling. And you could say, look around. The sky's not falling. It's beautiful. So catch every wave you can to do something good, to go a little step further, yeah. to mix metaphors, to follow your little trail of breadcrumbs. Mm -hmm. If you don't catch that one, you'll catch the next one. Yeah. I, I think that's something that's really important when you talk about those little waves and like just to be kind, because sometimes people get stalled with not knowing what it is I'm here to do, what's my purpose, and by that they mean something really big, something that the whole world knows about me, you know, and if it isn't that big, then it wasn't worth doing, and that's rarely true. Occasionally, what the ego says, "Yeah, you think," <laughs> but but it, and there are also times. There are times in your life, like right now, I have a certain amount of, I don't know if I want to call it fame, but all of you know who I am, right? So that's that's a group of people. I but yeah, I like that. But I can remember when my children were little and I was home with my children and the people in our playgroup knew about me, you know, but not really anybody else. I wasn't doing anything big and famous. And I was so happy. It was my calling for then. But that doesn't mean when you have children, and I, I think moms, especially if you stay at home with your kids, it can, be, it can be something that you wonder if what you're doing is worthwhile, especially if that particular day has involved cleaning up a lot of bodily fluids and things like, you know, that are not very pleasant. And the conversation has not surpassed one syllable in, you know, those are hard times to remember that what you're doing is so important. It's so important. And there will be years, the children don't live, I mean, they live forever, but they, they don't live at home forever, hopefully. And, um, <laughs> and so there will be later points in your journey when you get to do other things. So don't get hung up on it has to be mighty. And when you were saying, just do something kind, what if you decided, I'm here to be a beacon of kindness in this world? Today. Today. Well, yeah, you have to do it one day at a time. But still, it's like that's a purpose, to be a beacon of kindness. And it doesn't, it doesn't have to look big and amazing. Yeah. It's amazing to be kind to one person right now. So think about things like that. Don't, don't narrow it down to something that the ego likes. And when you choose, whatever it is you choose, whether it's a short-term goal like, all right, I'm going to get serious about my health, I'm going to get serious about my food choices, I'm going to make some changes there, or I, I'm going to start reading again, I'm going to read a book every week, I don't know, whatever it is you want to do. Pick something and then take a step day after day after day after day and know 
that the wind will always be there for you and that you will do amazing things because you are, in essence, amazing. You are the divine who is showing up in your personal form as the divine shows up in all of our forms. There's nothing in the world more amazing than that. 